Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Sunday morning worship service via conference call. I am your host, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia, 30288. We invite you to take advantage of our food pantry services on Thursdays between the hours of 10 a.m. and noon and on Saturdays between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. We hope you enjoy today's service and find something in it that will resonate within your heart and drive your love, passion, and commitment towards our Heavenly Father. We also hope that you hear something that will help to enhance your relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So please sit back, relax, take some really good notes, and enjoy the word. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank God for my uprising and my downsetting. Give God all the glory. He's a wonderful God. Despite all of my troubles and all of my trials and all the things that I'm going through in my mind, in my body, in my finances, in my spirit, I still got a hallelujah down in my soul. You know, I, I think sometimes about Hannah. The Bible says she poured out her soul, even to where the Christian man, the preacher man, the man of the hour did not understand. Says she was drunk. And when you pour out your soul to the Lord, there is something about your deliverance that you just have to embrace. And I feel that in the spirit realm. I feel, feel that in the heavenlies. And I thank God for each and every one of you for pouring out your soul unto the Lord. It's on purpose that we're here to serve God. Didn't do this to just by luck or happen chance. We serve the Lord on purpose. You have to have a made up mind to keep God on your side. And the scripture said he will keep thee in perfect peace whose mind stayed on him. I want to thank God for each and every one of you that's in the in-service worship experience. I want to thank God for the conference call worshipers that are uh, just definitely on fire today. Thank God for all of our uh, Facebook Live worshipers. It's a blessing that they all come together in one place at one time, like a Pentecostal moment, that we all may hear a word from the Lord. I give God the glory for our uh, guest, Apostle Solomon Wright. Thank God for coming in and checking up on me, coming in and saying about my friend. Amen. Amen. It's good to have friends in the gospel. We still uh, want to uh, ask the Lord to watch over uh, Central Holiness Church as they laid to rest uh, Elder Knox on yesterday. And uh, I said this before, that that church has witnessed uh, two pastors have, have died in the last few years at that ministry. So we're going to keep lifting that ministry up. Keep asking the Lord to bless Word of Life ministry and 
everyone that's associated with me. I give God the glory today. Lord, there is a a word that's in my spirit, and I want to get it out. So if you would, please, go with me to the gospel according to St. John. John's gospel. It takes a lot to bring all this together. I thank God for our expediter, for our in-service worship, our pastor, Elder Dr. Jacqueline M. Boone, our expediter on our conference call, Elder Lorraine Hopkins, our expediter on our Facebook Live service, uh, Sister Michelle Zubinay. want to continue to uh, give God the glory for bringing our elder Janice Brown back into the house of the Lord. We want to continue to lift up the Chris family. I understand that our deacon is not doing well this morning. Thank God that he has a prayer warrior to watch over him. Elder, uh, Elder uh, Shavani Bacar Chris. Thank God we just keep on doing the will of God. Yes. If you have the gospel according to St. John, if you would please go to chapter 9. Chapter 9. Amen. I thank God for my family coming together in unity to support the loss of our beloved niece, Jatori Boone King. Jatori's been on our prayer list. She's been in our church. She's been in our presence. She's like a daughter to me. I'm going to miss her severely. Yeah. I thank God for, for my help needs. I thank God for having a praying wife that can have prayed my spirit to be settled in the Lord. Today being October the 2nd, 2022, the Lord blessed us once again with the word from on high. John chapter 9. Once you have John chapter 9, if you just stroll down to verse 35, I do believe that's, there's something to be said here today. And if you would, please, if you're on the conference call or if you're on Facebook Live or you're in service worship, if you would, please, just stand for the reading of God's most holy word. John chapter 9, starting at verse 35. And the Bible reads, Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And when he had found him, he said unto him, Dost thou believe on the Son of God? He answered and said, Who is he, Lord, that I might believe on him? And Jesus said unto him, Thou hast both seen him, and it is he that talketh with thee. And he said, 
Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So far, the reading of God's most holy word. While you're yet standing, let us pray. Father, we thank you for coming into our lives. When we were cast out, thank you that you found us, that you healed us, that you saved us, that you put your right hand of power over our lives, and we're here to worship you, for you are the almighty living God, and we give you glory. Now watch your work, our families, our friends, and our loved ones. Watch over all the ministries in your kingdom. And we'll be so very careful to give you the honor and the glory and the praise. For it is in the matchless and the most powerful name of Jesus Christ that we pray. Now can the church say amen? Amen. 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 And amen. Amen. Church, you may be seated in the presence of the truth and the living God. Down in my soul, down in my spirit, I still hear that can't nobody do me like the Lord. He's been a wonderful, wonderful God to each and every one of us. And today I like to minister from the subject, I believe God. I would like for that to be a testimony for each and every one of us when we leave this section. That for the rest of our lives, we'll be able to testify that I believe God. Even when we come in contact with unbelievers, with those that don't seem to know who the Lord is, we can still testify in the front of their faces, I believe God. Whatever the doctors tell you, whatever the naysayers tell you, whatever the people say about you, you still can walk with your head high and say, I believe God. Because I know what God has said about my life. I know what God has said about me. I know what God has rendered in my spirit, and I believe God. The report that I believe comes from the Lord. I can talk to him. I can pray to him. I can worship him. I can praise him. I can come to him any time of day, any time of night, and he'll answer me. He'll talk back to me, and I believe God. I'm, I'm just going to stand on the promises of the Lord. I'm going to stand on the word of God. I'm going to stay with the Lord. I'm not going to let anybody talk me out of the Lord. I'm not going to let anybody distract me from being associated with God. I believe God. I believe that he has anointed us to be witnesses unto him, both here, there, everywhere we go. Even when you walk in the store, you still have God all over you. And when you show up, the Holy Spirit shows up with you. When you show up in a place, God's presence shows up with you. When you show up, no matter where you are, the presence of the Lord comes. 
the Bible still talks about how the shadows of the apostles would heal those. And we said, bring all those that are diseased unto me and just let me see what's going on. I know what I'm talking about because I've been to almost every hospital in the metropolitan area over here in Atlanta. And as I walk down the halls, I just wave my hand in the other room and I just look at it and say, God bless you. God heal you. Thank you, Lord. I just don't make it uh, just to go see who I'm going to see. I want to see whoever's in there. And then the next time I go down there, I look in there and I say, what happened to them? Oh, they went home. What happened to them? They went home. Because you bring healing in the power of the Lord. And I'm not saying you've got to lay hands on everybody. You ain't got to pray for everybody. But if you trust God, if you believe God, you ought to have a little power in your spirit. You ought to have a little power in your mouth. You ought to have a little power in your city that whenever you come, the Holy Spirit is walking with you. So I come in the name of the Lord. I believe God. Yes, Lord. Sometimes we got to stop and wonder how much power do we really have if God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. It seems like if he did it for Peter and for Paul and for Barnabas and for Luke and for John and all of those, won't he do it for me? Do we have the belief in God? Do we have the blind faith in God? Do we have what it takes to lay hands on our own? Self and say, self, stay now. Self, be healed. I'm talking about with my money. So no, I just start talking to God. To God, you own the bank. You own the check. You own Wells Fargo. You own everybody. If I need it, I'm going to get it. If I come in a need, I trust God and believe God. Oh yeah, that's the faith that we come with. That's the faith that we heal with. That's the faith that we walk with. That's the faith that we talk with. That's the faith that we have. The faith in God to know that I'm bigger than that. I'm better than that. I'm the head of that. I am and I believe God. You got to have enough belief in your spirit that even the ones that don't know about God start believing God. Start talking about you and calling you and asking you, what do you think the Lord will say about this? What do you think the Lord will say about this? We got to know when God has empowered us to be all that God has called us to be. I believe God. I believe Him. I believe Him. I believe Him. Uh huh. And they said they talking about the mustard seed, the size of the mustard seed. I'm bigger than that. Uh-huh, I was mustard seed about 30, 40 years ago. I'm a big oak now. Uh-huh, that, yeah, yeah, I ain't no mustard seed faith believer no more. I got, I, got some, I got some testimonies. I got some scars. I've been through some stuff. I believe God, and I know my God. Just bring me this far to leave me all down. All you want, but nevertheless, let thy will be done in my life. I believe God. It's God that gets you through your troubles. It's God that gets you through your trials. It's believing God that make you uh, make you keep your mind stayed on the goodness of the Lord. Thinking of things that are high, things that are blessed, a good report, things that are good. And you know you won't be mad all the time. You won't be confused all the time. You won't be 
You know what? Let me share this with you. If you really believe God, you can have healing in your conversation. You can have healing in your prayer. You don't have to wonder what's going on with everybody. You ain't got to know everything. All you got to do, you can just call them up and say, how you doing? I was just thinking about you. You doing all right? And you already sending healing through that conversation, healing through the word of God. Well, the Lord told me to call you, and I don't call you now. I got to go. And it's just gone about your business. And before you know it, they'll call you and say, you know, I'm feeling good today. Uh, you want to go to the Waffle House? Who's paying for it? I'll go with you. I know it's real. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was get serious. The Bible tells us that if any is sick among you, let them call for the elders of the church. Uh-huh. Let them pray the prayer of faith and do all that kind of stuff. And that's why I said, Elder Brown, I come I come up in that hospital with you. I just I just come, I said, Yeah, I just gotta get because you ain't got to call me. The Bible done call me. I, I believe God, you know, I believe God, you, we, we, have, we have an assignment to do what God has assigned us to do. Uh-huh. You see somebody missing out of the church, you ain't got to wonder where they're at. Find out where they're at to God. Uh, I don't know where they are, but you know where they are. God, bring them back in, and next time you'll see them. Uh-huh. I believe God. I believe God. Quit worrying about other people's problems and just pray. Uh-huh. Don't be nosy, pray. Yeah, people always ask me, what's happened to them? What's wrong with them? What? I don't know. How am I supposed to know? I got no ESP and no crystal ball and all that. All I got is the Lord. And the Lord knows, and he, he says, my thoughts are higher than yours. My ways are higher than yours. I know it all. I'm the omnipotent one. I'm the omnipresent one. I'm the one with all power. Uh-huh. I just use you to do what I need to be done on earth. That's why I said seek the Lord while he may be found and call upon him while he is here. He ain't saying come to God. He said seek the Lord. And when you seek the Lord, you seek out somebody to know something about God. You seek somebody that loves the Lord. You seek somebody that represents God. You seek somebody that says, I come in the power of the book. I come in the volume of the book. I believe God. You don't have to worry about it. God got you. Yeah, that's 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 the that's the that's the gospel that we grew up with. Uh, somewhere down the line, over the generations, it's been watered down a little bit. But don't water down my gospel. I still believe the pastor. I, I, I ain't got nothing to do with what the pastor do when he leaves the church. But I do know when we have we have authority over your soul. We have authority over your life. We have the power to pray for you. We have the power to try to get you healed. We have the power to try to get you set free. And when we see God, we walk with the Lord's Somebody, somebody, somebody done twisted the, twisted the whole system up. And everybody bought into it. Uh-huh. Don't believe everything you hear. Uh-huh. Just know for a fact that God is real. He still has apostles. He still has uh, uh, preachers and pastors and teachers. He still operates through people. He still can, can put you under a covering 
everybody wants more. But if you if you give more, more will be given unto you. Because to whom much is given, much is required. And God wants you to come in, get filled, and go out and tell somebody else. He said, once you are strengthened, then you go and strengthen your brother, strengthen your sister. Tell somebody how good God is. So I believe God. That's all you got to do. So I believe God. Uh-huh. And search some scriptures and find out what the answer is. Uh-huh. Because there's no, there's no problem known to man. That's not in this Bible. The answer's in here. Uh-huh. I remember Dr. Jackie was talking to me one time about the fruits and the plants and all that stuff given to us for healing. A couple of months later, our dad came to stay with us from California, and he brought all kind of plants and stuff with him. And he was just chewing on stuff and get down. He'd come right in this church right here and do a split like Jane Brown. He was 80 years old then. And get right back up. And I was like, where then he said, if you don't believe that, he kicked his leg up over his head. Never fail. Uh huh. And they said, I said, why do you do that? He says, it's the herbs. He said, Take me down to West End, he said. So they sell all that stuff down there. They get they got all that stuff you don't know nothing about. It got all them crazy names to it and looked funny and shaped funny and everything. But it's healing in there. Uh huh. So, and that's the same thing that God has given us the power to heal and deliver our loved ones, our family, our friends. All we have to do is keep bearing in our minds that I believe God. And when you keep saying that, you keep saying that, you keep saying that, God's going to hear you and God's going to say, wait a minute, you believe me? Then go to your enemy. Go, 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 go to the one that you, you've been talking about. Uh-huh. Yes, Lord. That's why most, most people don't like to call me because they know I ain't going to get into it with them. <laughs> like, wait a minute. We're, we're, we're God. Praise the Lord. Soon on, praise the Lord. It, it's right there. It just start right there. Oh, I didn't want nothing. I, I butt call you. Uh huh. Okay. I, I, all right. The shield of faith. So I just answer my phone and tell you, I ain't from nobody. Praise the Lord. Bill collector. Praise the Lord. Uh, can I call you back later? Sure. I believe God. We're going to have to get to a point where we believe God for real. Let me tell you how we got here. We're in chapter 9. I better get on with the word of God. Uh, I, I, I want to let you know that believing God is a process in it. It don't just happen because the pastor got up and said, I believe God. There are some things that goes on. There are some things that happen that we need to know about, and that's what I came here today for, is to let you know that in John chapter 9, it talks about this little man that, that believed God, and we can all relate to him because it, it causes us something. We have to go through something. And what happens, first of all, is there's always an inquiry about you. It's not about anybody else. It's about you. Don't think for no chance that people are not looking at your life and talking about you. Uh-huh. They're having an inquiry about you. And you're going to have to say, I believe God, because that's how you, you form the standard that comes against them, because everybody ain't talking good about you. Don't be dismayed. God is not. 
mock whatever God is talking about, we need to know and we need to put it in our spirit that I believe God. It makes no difference if you smile in my face and stab me in the back. I believe God. I know you had a reason, but whatever the reason was, God showed me and God still got me standing tall because I believe God. The inquiry is going to come, and we see that in verses 1 through 4. The Bible talks about how this boy was born blind. And everybody started asking questions. The inquiry comes in, says, who's sin? They mama or they daddy? Uh-huh, but somebody must have sinned because of what you're going through. Isn't it funny that every time the pastor has a flat tie, it's like, well, what did he do? <laughs> you can't even run out of gas good without saying, well, he must have been good. You know, every time something happens to the Christian, it's like, uh, well, they must have did something against God. Who sinned? Nobody sinned. Sometimes God just let things happen to test your faith, to let you see what you're going through, to see the glory of God. And Jesus Christ stepped in and said, this, nobody sinned. His mama didn't sin. His daddy didn't sin. It's just that the God wanted something to come down so that his glory would come through. And if you don't go through something, you can't testify about nothing. You can't help nobody if you ain't never been through nothing. If you ain't never seen nothing, you can't talk about it. It says, here, say something. I'm a witness for the Lord. I got a testimony that I believe God. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it because they, they're going to they're gonna try to figure out what's What's going on? Have you ever been through something where you, you, you're down on your money? You, maybe your life got cut off or maybe they came to get your new car. I don't know what you're going through, but, but, but there's always somebody inquiring on how did that happen to you? I thought you went to church. I thought you loved the Lord. I thought you was a Christian. I thought you was a pastor. I thought you was an apostle. I thought you loved the Lord. And they said, well, with all that being said, I believe God. I know that's why my testimony is so long I can't give it because it's so long because I've been through so much uh-huh and and I believe God I believe God and it, it wasn't all about no sinning and all that sometimes God want to know will you praise me when you're broke will you praise me when you ain't got a crime dying will you praise me when they just rush you to the hospital Will you praise me when everything is going wrong? Will you praise me when there's death in your family? Will you praise me when everything has been flipped upside down? It's just not about sin. It's about the glory of the truth and the living God. Uh This is why I love the Lord, because after the inquiry, always come the illumination. God wants to light you up. God wants to show you off. God wants to show how his works have called you to be the head and not the tail. The Bible says it like this. And Jesus Christ says, as long as I'm in here, I'm the light of the world. I can do whatever I want to do. I'll lay hands on Sister Joseph and say, be you healed. I'll lay hands on Pastor Nelson and say, go show yourself for the place. I'll talk to Pastor Wright and say, get up and walk. I'll talk to Elder 
Jesus, we're going to get our stuff together because I believe God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can wonder about it all they want to. I say, I believe God. I believe God. He can do anything but fail. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. See, see but, but we have a part to play in there because after the illumination, after illumination comes the instruction. God always sends a word. He always sends a prophet with a word. All you got to do is sit and listen to the word of God and your problems will be solved because the answers are in there. Look what Jesus said to him. Jesus, he said that Jesus spit on the ground and made spittle and made clay and put it on his face and then gave him instructions and said, now go and wash yourself in the pool of shalom. Uh-huh. Instructions always come from the Lord. And the Lord tells you to go to church for three months in a row, and then you say, well, I can't go today because, oh, you know, you know, uh, nah, 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 can't go today. Uh-huh. Y'all know how it goes. Well, you know, you can put whatever you want to put in there. But God says, God says, you believe in me for a new house? You believe in me for a spouse? You believe in me for all of these things? Then, then, then go show yourself to the church for, for about three months running. Every Sunday, be there at the gate. Oh, the gate ain't open, just wait at the key. See what you see what's going to see both the, the instructions come, but then our obedience has to sit in there. Oh, you see it in there. You see it in there. It's, 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 it's right there. Uh, uh, the Bible says, and he did so. Uh huh. And he, he went. He went and, and washed himself in the pool of Shalom, and, 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 and all of a sudden, boom, he received his sight. Uh-huh. When you're obedient, and obedience is greater than sacrifice. We got to be obedient to the word of God in every message that you sit up under. God speaks a word to you and to your situation. The preacher ain't. Peeping in your window, he ain't got your phone tagged. He's not listening to any of your emails and all of that. God knows what you need, and he sends a word to solve your issues. All you got to do is listen to the word of God. That's why I don't get so carried away about whether or not you like the message or whether or not you like the preaching. It makes no difference to me because God knows who's in the audience and God knows what he's talking about. And all we got to do is be obedient to the word of God and speak what says the Lord. Speak what said God. Speak the word in season and out of season. <laughs> See, won't God do it? See, won't God turn some people's stuff around? Uh-huh. You ain't got to be in all their business. I don't even know y'all uh-huh, like that. All I know is that God sent a word to the house of the Lord, and if you're sitting in here, the Bible says on the day of Pentecost, they was all in one place at one time, and Peter stood up and started preaching, and there was all so many people out there, but they heard in their own language. That means your issue has already been rendered to the Lord, and the Lord sends your answer through the Word of God. All you got to do is say, I believe God. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you follow the instructions, I got to warn you, after the instructions come the interrogation. 
Isn't it something how the interrogation comes and everybody want to know how you came up? How did you survive that? Where did you get that blessing from? How in the world? How? How? I knew you. I saw you on your last leg. I came to the hospital and saw you on your last breath. Uh-huh. I saw you giving up everything. I saw the tow truck in front of your house. How did you come up? Uh-huh. Look, 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 look at it. It's starting in verse 13. You see it. They always, they always want to, want to, want to. Just start at verse, at verse 8, where the interrogation come in, and it, it, it says, we don't even believe you survived that. Uh-huh. You, 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 you couldn't have survived that because you were supposed to go out. And, and, and they, they got so mad, they went and picked up uh, uh, this, this boy's mama and daddy. So wait a minute. This your son, he was born blind, right? Isn't this your boy? How in the world he, he can see now? See, when God changes, God changes you all the way. And, and, and the interrogation, whatever you've been praying for, God will heal it. God will do it for you if you just believe God. And then everybody, all the naysayers, all the people that was on the phone and on Facebook and, 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 and on Twitter and all that YouTube stuff they've been talking about you and been saying how bad you are and how bound you are, are now saying, how did you come up? How did you survive that? What happened? What happened? What happened? And, and, and if that's not good enough, then the interrogation ain't good enough. They'll try intimidation. Want to talk to you about you. How in the world are you going to tell me I can't preach the gospel after all I've been through? Uh, you that damn they go back into 1972 and then start talking about when well, we saw you at the club. Well, that club been closed for 40 years. So, so whoa, 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 whoa. Y'all know how it is. You know, it ain't just about me. They talk about you like that, too. Uh-huh, they go back and, 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 and start digging up some of your old boyfriends, some of, the, some of the dope pushers, you know, all kind of stuff. Trying to intimidate you, trying to tell you that you're not a child of God. Yeah, because I got pulled over in 1945 of drunk driving. And, you know, I ain't had a car in 59 years. So how you going to hold that over me? We got to quit letting people bring up our past and try to intimidate us and try to talk us out of our blessings. It's that I know God's been good to me. I know God put a word in my belly. I know God talked to me right. I know God want to use me. I know God is good. I know I love the Lord. I know God is going to work it out. I believe God. 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 Put every bit of my bed. I don't care who I stole from in, in high school. I don't care who I fought in junior high. I don't care what I did in college. It makes no difference. I want you to know that I still believe God. 
intimidate me. Ain't gonna intimidate me. All these scars I got. Uh huh. And all the time God brought me out. And every time I look at TV, they giving people 25 to life. And I'm saying, God, you just gave me 20 days. What in the world? Oh, yeah. They got stuff now. You look at it, it'll make you have a heart attack. You ain't even got to take it. All you got to do is put your hand on it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all pray for me. Because I'm telling y'all, see the young folks out here, they, they calling it fentanyl and all that, but they, they putting everything with everything else with everything else, and, and they're mixing them with some more stuff and some more stuff and some more stuff, and all they got to do is put it in the bag, and you think about getting some of it, and they got to come get you from grading. Over a thought. Uh-huh. It don't, it don't make no difference, because and, and once you take it, it's no longer grading. You got to come get you from the more. Thinking about it gets you the greatest. Taking it gets you dead. Uh huh. And we talk about how much how much love we have for the Lord. We better start telling some people I believe God and start putting this in the in the spirit. Put it on my refrigerator. Put it put it on the book bag. Put it in the lunch bag with my kids. So when you go in there and get that bologna sandwich, and pull up and say I believe God. Oh yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with a good. I believe God mixed with a little peanut butter and jelly. Yes, Lord. So now, now eat on this. Uh, believe this. And, and sooner or later, somebody's going to understand it. And then when, 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 when little slick Junebug comes up saying, try some of this, and no, I like peanut butter and jelly. I believe God. Because the God thing will show up right when it's supposed to. That's the power that we have, is that we don't have to be there. Don't be afraid to send your children to school. Don't be afraid to let them leave out the house. Just put a belief of God in their spirit. Because you raise up a child in the way they should go. Because when they're not old, they won't respond from We got to start learning about our power. Transforming that power to do what we sent it to do. The Lord, I say this prayer, and I put it on wings of angels, and I send it to Tennessee, send it to Miami, send it to the whole state of Florida, send it to Texas, send it to California, send it overseas, send it where I want it to go, and the word will drop, it'll be right there. I'm the mailman for the Lord. I believe God. Oh, yeah. Intimidation wouldn't work. You know why it wouldn't work? Let me tell you why it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work because of our scripture today. That's right. It, it, it's the it's the uh, uh, the the inspiration. All you gotta do is talk to the Lord. That's what this guy did. You know, cause cause once they find out. That they can't intimidate you. Guess what they do? They cast you out. We don't want you to come to the party no more. You ain't invited to Thanksgiving dinner. We don't want you over to the house. We don't want you to come around. Because every time you come around, you're talking about praise the Lord. You can't come to the party because we don't want you up in there blowing our high and all that. 
stay where you are. Don't come here. You'll be a cast out. We don't want nothing to do with you because you are holy rolling. All you want to do is talk about the Lord. You want to talk about God. We don't. We know your God by now because you're always talking about God been good to me. God does save me. God did all these things for me. God, 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 all the day long. So they cast you out. Uh-huh, so they know when you show up to the football game, you be talking about, praise the Lord. Oh, don't hurt him. God bless him. And it's like, man, oh, man, he deserved it. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I can't. I'm just talking about being cast out. They don't really want you around. They might invite you anyway because they know when you come, the blessing's coming. They know when you come, you got a bag full of food. You don't come begging. You come to serve. You come with stuff. You come with things. So they, they want you to come because you bring tidings, good tidings of goodwill. But then once the tidings show up, like, can you please leave? Can you please go? Don't you have somewhere to be? Don't you have somewhere to go? Can you take my daughter to the mall? Can you go over the city? What? Cast out. I want to cast you out, but I'm inspired today. And once you make me a cast out, I'll go right where I always go, talking to God, talking to God, talking to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what we see in verses 35. The Bible says once, once that the Lord saw that he was he cast out, the Lord came and found him. The Lord don't worry about it. The Lord will come right where you are. He'll come right where you are and he'll start talking to you. He'll walk with you. He'll talk to you. He'll tell you that you're his own. He'll love on you. He'll do everything that he needs to do to inspire you to keep on going. Keep your head up. Keep moving forward. Regardless of what you're going through. Regardless of what they say about you. Regardless of how much they treat you, how bad they treat you. Just know that God is still good and his mercy endures forever. And just know that I believe God. And God says, do you believe me? Do you believe the Son of God? And he said, well, who is this Son of God? He said, it is I, the one you're talking to, the one you're seeing, and the one that's been with you, the one that covers you, the one that kept you, the one that saved you, the one that set you free, the one that delivered you, the one that healed you. It's me. I am that I am. I am the Lord Jesus Christ. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I am the bright and the morning star. I'm the living of the valley. I'm the great and mighty. I am the almighty God. I'm the El Shaddai. I'm the El El Yon. I am the one that keepeth thee. I'm the one that keepeth thee. I'm the one that set thee free. I am God. And all I want you to do is say, I believe God. I believe God. I believe God. God in Jesus' name. Everybody standing. Let us pray together. Let us pray together. Everybody standing. Let us pray together. Hallelujah. Whether you are in need of a church home or whether or not you're in need of a healing prayer, whether or not you a need of deliverance, whether or not you're in need of a relationship to be fixed, 
whether or not you need your body to be healed, your mind to be healed, your soul to be healed, your children to be healed, your finances to be healed, your home to be healed, your cars to be healed, your finances, whatever you might have a need of. Right now, we put it in before the God of our understanding, the God that we serve, the God that can do anything that sits high and looks low, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and Joseph, and the and then Joshua, and the judges, and Jeremiah, and Jesus, the God that can do it all, the God that serves us when we can't even serve ourselves, the God that loves us like we've never loved before, the God that can do whatever we ask in the name of Jesus Christ. We come now and say, Lord, give the people the desires of their heart. Give them whatever they need. Give them whatever they're in need of. Give them whatever they ask for. Just do it, Lord. Save them. Save their homes. Save their families. Save their souls. And let the people of God say that we are redeeming the time. For the days are evil. We are coming to the Lord now. The Lord, we are coming in the volume of the book. We are coming in the name of Jesus Christ. We're coming saying, God, save us. God, heal us. God, set us free. God, comfort us. God, you are the God of all our understanding. You bring us joy and joy, uh, unspeakable, unspeakable joy. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you for all the things that you've done. Now do it, Lord. Everybody got things on their mind that they want the Lord to do. And we believe on this day that the Lord is going to do it because I believe God. In Jesus' name, God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much for listening in to today's message. We hope that this service blessed your life. Please come back and join us again next time. Have a great day. God bless. Thank you.